And now, Spotlight Montana with Laurel Staples. Ten months after a devastating fire ripped through the historic M&M Bar and Cafe in Butte, the business is reopening at a new site right next door. In the Spotlight Montana, owner Selena Pankovich shares with us what it took to make it possible, and we also take a look back at when the fire broke out, items that survived the blaze, and what the future holds for the original site. The thoughts running through your mind, um, with what's happening right now, St. Patrick's Day approaching and everything that you've been through, what the community's been through uh, as a result of this fire. What are your thoughts now as you approach St. Patrick's Day and you reopen? Um, uh, several times throughout the day, I think, what am I thinking? <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I don't know if I know any other way to operate except for under a, a, a great amount of stress. And I, you know, uh, clearly I like it because this seems to be, um, you know, th with this business and the events that I do and the, the special days that we have at the M&M, it seems like I, um, you know, it just, it just seems to come natural, all of this, trying to get things organized and, and pulling off uh, an event in a matter of um, weeks or, you know, a month out. And it's very stressful. There's a lot of things that got to come together. There's a lot of planning involved. Um, but it, it always seems to come together at the end. And that is the, the beauty of Butte and the community, I believe. And, and I would be, you know, lying if I didn't tell you that I wasn't nervous about starting up this business in, in the environment that we're in right now, um, not just COVID, but with, you know, what's happening in Russia and worrying about what could come down the line with um, the internet problems, the, you know, just the ransomware. That's what, that's kind of what, where I'm worried right now is what's going to happen. We saw what happened with Tyson Foods several months ago and how, how much that hurt business, you know, just not being able to get chicken. And I mean, there's just so many things out there that are unknown right now and that can really affect someone's business. All of the, the shortages, the outages, the um, price increases, everything is, I'm going into this, you know, it was kind of like this when I when the fire happened, so I kind of know what I'm getting myself into. But um, you know, it's it's everything's going to be a little bit more expensive than it was when I left. And you mentioned uh, that St. Patrick's Day, you'll be raising funds, and uh, tell me about the long-term plans for rebuilding the M&M. I'm still trying to pull the long-term plans all together. I'm kind of waiting to see where things fall. I, I definitely am going to need to do some major fundraising here in the future in order to pull it off. You know, the to rebuild the M&M just how it was without expanding, without doing anything differently. It's it's between two and a half to three million dollars. Um, I wasn't insured for that much, so it's it's you know there's 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 going to be a, it's going to have to be a lot of miracles that come together in order to pull that, that big of a building off. It's, it just, in this, this business, in, in the food industry, it, there's just not a lot of money to be made there. So to take on that amount of debt with, 
you know, it, it really has to make sense. So there's, I, I have to work a lot of things out in order for, to, to pull it off, but I'm, I'm hopeful and I'm positive that I, I, you know, I think we can do it. I think as a community that we're lost without the M&M, Butte is not the same without the M&M. And I think I've got a, a lot of support that, that will help me make it happen. What are some of the other ideas being tossed around out there or that you're maybe considering for that space uh, in the event that the m and isn't, the rebuilding doesn't happen right there, that it uh, becomes the building next door? Um, well, I get a lot of suggestions just to put an outside patio out there, you know, a park and some, um, and, and, I mean, it may be, maybe that's what we have to do down the line or, or just a small expansion or I don't know. I, I think just having this building next door to it gives me way more opportunity than if I, ha if I hadn't been able to purchase it. So I feel a lot more confident about the future of, of the M&M in general, not just myself, but just, you know, that... It, it's not the same. It, um, even if I rebuild, it's not going to be the same. Um, but there has been a lot of positive feedback about buying the OMG building and and working out of that. You know, I was I was nervous that there would be a lot of um, pushback that people would resent me for wanting to put the M and M somewhere different or doing something different with it. But everybody that I've talked to has been very positive about it. Yeah, you have a, um, um, the whole state, the, the whole world behind you for sure in all of this and so proud of what you've accomplished and, um, and uh, I know you have a grateful community for sure. Um, so getting back to St. Patrick's Day and um, some of the items that survived the fire in the M&M, tell me about those items. Uh, that, it's hard not to get a little bit emotional about that because there wasn't much to recover, you know. Um, it, it reminded me, not that I was there, but of the scene from 9-11 where everything was just dust and rubble. Um, and that was really all that was left of the M&M was bricks and dirt. And, you know, you just wonder where, where did everything go? It was, it was crazy. But when we got down to the, the basement, um, which was or down to the where the liquor room was which would have been near the sidewalk somehow a lot of the liquor was was able to be recovered but um i was able to out of that liquor there were 12 bottles 15 bottles of jameson and 12 bottles of baileys and you know a couple cases of guinness in the beer cooler and so those are all the makings of an irish car bomb um, we sold about 450 of those my first official year in business in 2018. So, you know, I, I mean, I could make a thousand car bombs with, with that stuff. I am going to hold on to it until we officially reopen in, in, you know, in a new building. Um, but along with that, I also recovered an Irish flag and a, a U.S. flag. The Irish flag had a little bit of a kind of melted and, and very tattered and, and I'm working right now on having those framed. So looking forward to seeing how those look. So phenomenal <clears throat> that these items survived. And I've been below the M&M. Uh, one of the previous owners took me on a tour below and I think we went upstairs too a little bit and uh, it was really fascinating. And um, 
And it makes me, you know, think more about the history of the M&M and share some of that with us. Um, it's, it depends on who you ask what was where and when. Um, in, in the upstairs, I haven't really found anybody that remembers anything actually up there in, in more recent years. I think the last time anything really ever occurred was around the 50s. There were um, still remaining up there were poles where the lights um, hung down over poker tables. And so we know that there was a lot of gambling that took place up there and a speakeasy at one point. Um, and then downstairs in the basement, it was rumored that there was a bowling alley at one point, and um, that's been kind of argued back and forth whether or not that really happened. But I can tell you that when I bought the building, it was uh, the basement itself made me very nervous. It was um, quite a, I mean, just not not been too updated over 130 years. You know, there was no sheetrock; it was all lath and plaster and pretty sketchy looking, but um, there was a nice um, prep kitchen down there. But overall, I don't, I don't really know that, I mean, I hear stories of Stevie, the shoeshine Stevie, um, that he would, <clears throat> that on occasion, that might have been his, his residence. Um, and, and that he, he'd helped an awful lot with you know, food prep and, and bringing things up and down the, the stairway and um, the old cake shoot that was down there. You know, some of the things that were down there will never be, they, they, you just can't, you, you wouldn't have that stuff in modern times. And it's, it's just a shame that it's gone. And there's also, if I remember correctly, there was a window mm -hmm. showing the vaulted sidewalk area was, um, there, there was a, the, the sidewalk was vaulted, but what you're referring to there is there was a, a, a um, an entryway to the that would go to that cage chute from the sidewalk. Okay. So Make you could pull up some grates and 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 then drop the kegs down or drop the food orders down or whatever it was. But yeah, you could you could see out the sidewalk from under the sidewalk. Did. Any other items survive? I know that there was the safe that was there that um, was rumored that it was very old, had been there for decades. Had been there, as far as I know, I know the last time I did some research on it, the, the company that made the safe actually went out of business in 1878. So that's how old the safe was. I don't know when it was, you know, moved to the M&M, but um the safe survived to a to an extent somebody did tamper with the back side of it and uh you know there was never anything stored in there it's it's really quite a shame that somebody had fortunately they they went in through the back side so that i think we can fix and and still bring that back to life to a to a point anything else that you want to share about items that survived the fire um, and, and what's planned for those items? Um, I did recover some bar stool, the bases of the bar stools, um, that, that were at the counter, the breakfast counter. So, um, you know, they'll need to be cleaned up and, and 
I don't know, worked over quite a bit in order for them to be functional. But I was thinking about trying to get those put into the, the M&M in the OMG building. Um, but honestly, there really wasn't much else that could be, you know, some bricks, obviously, lots of bricks, but really nothing. There really wasn't anything else. It's, it's just crazy. I love those bar stools. I spent a lot of time, as so many people did, in the M&M. And uh, in fact, I was there, I think it was the weekend before the fire, we were there for lunch and having a, a wonderful time. Um, it's just, you know, when you look back on that day, and now that all this time has passed, uh, what comes to mind first? I, I don't even know if I want to express what comes to mind first. Um, I, I feel there's a lot of a lot of regrets on some of the way that that things were handled or ways that I handled things. And, and you know, it's you just you're you're put into a situation that most people never are put into, and nobody there's not a, a book out there that can prepare you for all the things that you're going to encounter. Um, in the next few days, the next few weeks, the next few months, even, you know, almost a year out. And I'm still being shocked by some of the stuff that, that comes up that I'm going to have to deal with that, um, you know, will, will last for a couple more years. You want to look back and think how well you handled something or how um, with, you know, with such tact and it just, it, it was a, it was a really rough day. I think, um, it was nice to have all of my employees there and friends and family and uh, that everybody that was there to witness it suffered right there along with me. Um, there definitely were some other people who, who relayed what was happening a lot more eloquently than I did that day. So I'm, I'm glad for that, but um, it just, I, I hope I never have to go through anything like this again. I, I am well aware that, are many other tragedies that um, are, are even worse than what I encountered. And, and so I don't look at my, you know, I don't feel sorry for myself, you know, because I know things could be worse. There could have been, there, there are so many worse things, you know, that could have even happened with that fire. There could have been other businesses that had, um, had went down with mine. Um, everybody, for the most part survived. There were no deaths involved. Um, but there's just so many other tragedies that take place day after day that I, I am thankful that this one um, I can recover from and, and some people can't. Well, looking toward the future now, even though uh, you're up against some tremendous challenges, the, there are some real bright spots there in the future. Oh, certainly. Um, I'm just, I'm so glad to be back in business and feel like I have that to look forward to this. It, it, it's a lot of work, but I don't know how, how else to operate, to be honest with you. I don't really know this eight to five type of life that I'm kind of doing right now. And, um, I look forward to running around, uh, you know, like a, a chicken with my head cut off all day long, doing dishes and waiting on tables and bartending and sweeping and mopping and, and cooking. And, uh, you know, I just can't wait to get back to that lifestyle. I, um, 
and and everything that it brings with it you know the music on main and and the events that come to butte and and just i mean it 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 affords me the opportunity to be a part of so many lives all day long every day it's it's really um an incredible opportunity well, a lot going on. Um, congratulations on what's happening with the building next door. And um, uh, my thoughts are with you as you are working so hard to make this happen. How can our listeners help out here? Um, donations. Donations are, you know, always greatly appreciated. You can make it a tax-deductible donation to Headwaters um, H. RDNC, I can't remember how that's um, how they're named, but in the memo line you want to write M and M Rise and Restore so that the 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 donation gets logged correctly. Um, other than that, just the continued support, the love, the prayers, the the excitement, everybody just being so supportive. I I, I couldn't ask for anything more.